Hail you cuties. It's Zach and Long here with some super exciting news about the League of Ultimate Questing. If you've been listening, you've probably put together that we're approaching the end game for Battle Axis. It has been such an amazing journey and I have had so much fun running this season. I am ecstatic to see the final arc of the Fallow Crown come to fruition. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of this and making this all possible. That being said, while I put the finishing touches on the story of the Fallow Crown, we want you to get hyped for what's to come. We are here to announce the imminent arrival of League of Ultimate Questing Season 3, with not one, but two Dungeon Masters. Zach and I will be passing the mantle back and forth between chapters. Not only that, we'll also be playing characters in each other's sessions, and even playing together for the first time whenever we have a guest DM. We've been working for months to build the world of Season 3 together. There's still a lot to be done, but we're thrilled to bring you the first details. Our crew of adventurers will take to the skies aboard the vessel whose name they will bear and honor or dishonor with their actions, as they explore the broken remnants of the cataclysm that destroyed their universe. We've been really excited to air the promo for this season, and we'd love your feedback before it goes to Realm for a signal boost. If you haven't joined the Discord, now is a great time. You can find the link to our server on the LUQ.com, or you can just send your thoughts to admin at slapdashstudios.com. Get ready for new cast members, new worlds, and bold new format changes in an all-new setting. With the League of Ultimate Questing Season 3, Shattered World. the shattering, the wrath of forgotten gods, or the hubris of mortals. In its wake, the broken fragments of a world unraveled drift aimlessly through the void. Yet hope burns anew. Privateers and scoundrels form a league of adventurers, setting sail to navigate the dangers of the uncharted aether, weaving together what once was whole. And bringing you the best in adventure entertainment. This is the League of Ultimate Questing. Brought to you by Viagro, an aging barbarian's best friend. Oh, yeah. I'm Conrad Wisely, your voice of reason in a world of lies. And I'm Magdex the Insufferable. Join us for the top pirate telecast in all the void. Prepare yourself for the League of Ultimate Questing Season 3, Shattered World. Coming November 27th, wherever podcasts are available. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. It's okay, Wusha. This is going to be difficult, but it's important that you want to remember. 
what you see may be too much, but I need you to breathe, okay? Just breathe and remember. Let me take you back, back to the liar's whale, back to the mire, back to the sea. Black, brackish water and sargasso cling to your ship as you make your way clear of the witch's spit. Still don't think it was right. They weren't doing nothing what they weren't supposed to. We could have asked. We, we could have done anything else. There, there, little squirt. More bodies in the bay is good for the crabs. <laughs> Baruga the Jaw, even among Goliaths, is a big bastard. He stands a couple heads taller than you placing his hand on your shoulder comfortingly, his one and only hand. The other ends with a nasty stump just below the elbow, which is latched and bolted to a giant metal shield. He wears heavy splint mail, not favorable on the deck of a ship, but he shows courage in it. The front of it has a small metal figurehead like the front of a vessel, carved in the shape of a crucified merman. A heavy shark-tooth blade hangs at his hip, and half of his face has been bitten off stitched back together with whatever remained. He hides it, not out of shame, behind a heavy black helm, forged to look like the open jaws of a shark. What a fucking monster. (laughs) Hell yeah. Half of his teeth smile down at you. Besides, there's no profit and pity. Uh, 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 I, Captain, I suppose I can't argue with you. That's a lad. (laughs) Hey, new guy! Huh? Mallard! Before you can process that, the jib swings around, knocking you in the back of the head. Oh! It means duck, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> if we ordered a wagon full of dimwits and they only sent us this one, we'd get our coins worth. <laughs> Maluag, better known as Mag the Maelstrom, is lean for a Goliath with a slight sheen to his dark, reddish-brown physique, as though he were sculpted from mahogany. His accomplishments are displayed on his skin in black ink, and a myriad of amulets made from precious metals drape across a chest emblazoned with a design that opens like the wings of an eagle. Besides, we have to go home in time for me to see my girls. Makon is usually obscured by a thin veil of smoke, Um, He is constantly exhaling a green tinge from yellowed teeth. Pinned between his teeth is a corn conch pipe (laughs) (laughs) that, strangely enough, looks like he just shoves a cigar into (laughs) for the economical time saving. (laughs) What little exposed flesh does seem to have very wide green scales hanging off of his lithoderms. Some arcane involvement or pollution has caused a bit of mutation in him. (coughs) I didn't know you were a father. (coughs) Soapstone here don't mind staying late, do you? Don't got no one to go home to. 
Oh, that's that's me. Uh, no, 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 I don't. See, he don't mind. Yeah, my father. I mean, with all the girls that I see, sure, could happen. Macon's always talking about these girls, but I ain't never seen one with my own eye. It's pretty hard to see them when half of your face is gone. <laughs> you, can you still see out of that that bone in front of your eye? Not worth a damn. <laughs> I pay people to do that for me. And pay well you do. Stumbling out of the haze of both cigar smoke and insults, <laughs> <laughs> young Raiwa makes his way across the deck trying to keep track of all of the many less than pleasant jobs he's been handed. Raiwa was never the tallest of Goliaths, a little on the small side. What good, what, like only seven feet tall or something like that? <laughs> His skin is a healthy Goliath gray, tinged by the salt and sun of the sea. The corners of his eyes and mouth have both gone dry, and his black markings that are borne across his body are starting to go a similar gray color to ashen. His lithoderms are deep, healthy, and large, especially for somebody his age, giving him, I would say, the appearance of teenage acne. (laughs) (laughs) His eyes are bright, but heavy with disappointment at what's just happened on the island they've left. The Isle of Kuhake Kupua, or Witch Spit, became uninhabitable after the Merc came. Recovering the artifact for the island refugees was your idea, Ryoa. But you didn't anticipate that your crew would treat their sacred spaces so poorly, nor do such harm to their guardians. They had little in the way of wealth, and you had to fight tooth and nail to convince them to go. So worth it when the Dawn Caller of Witch Spit sees what we brought back for him. Right. <laughs> yep. They'll be surprised, all right? Hey, Macon, we got any of that wood wine left below deck? This feels like time for celebration. I could have sworn that we uh, emptied that out a long time ago. Bother that. There's got to be something worth quaffing down there. Lad, get to it. Find us something wet and tasty. Oi, 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 Captain. Wiping the sweat from his bald brow, Raiwa was going to find the fastest way below deck. But I did find some of these urns that they had. There's some liquid in it. (laughs) I say we make the soapstone over there taste it first. (laughs) See if he cups it up. Either way, while he's below deck, we set sail for Slagport. You hear this as you find a cask of mead. Oh, that's good. I have a few girls in Slagsport. Lives up to the name. (laughs) Raiwa, not being an accomplished sailor, definitely drops the mead he was carrying. You all hear the sudden slam. Shit! Oi, Bolas, you spilling me, brew? Uh, 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 momentary pause, Captain. Raiwa is going to try everything he can to, like, swipe the liquid off the floor back into the fucking keg. (laughs) That one's got no brains and algae hands. (laughs) And thus Chunky Grog was born. (laughs) (laughs) The banding has come slightly askew causing some of the liquid to just actively begin pouring out. Not enough to lose it fast, but enough that you're going to want to start drinking it very soon. Fuck! Raiwa is going to wrap it in whatever canvas sheet he can find down here that's definitely meant to replace broken sails. (laughs) As you come back up to the top with the cask under your arm, you are the only one to be looking in the right direction. Far off in the distance, the way you're intending to go, a storm is brewing. 
We uh, had no idea we were supposed to sail around such big reefs. Uh, don't worry about the storm. It's behind us now. <laughs> Is it? Listen to your captain. I snatch the keg out of your hand and <gasps> pop the top off, realizing it's already broken. Oh, you can't do anything, Halfwit. <clears throat> Take a couple big chugs, most of it spilling out through the shark teeth of my helmet. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. I have a shortcut. As I turn the wheel away from the storm towards Slagport. Glad we have such a talented navigator. You could learn a thing or two from this one, being you's able to do such things. Oh, I kept Moltroy. Yeah, I know how to get around. <laughs> Looking at you, lost cause. I'm going to grab one of the jars that Macon showed me from the burial site and hand it to Ryoa. Here, you have a drink of this. You've earned it. Ryoa will take the urn and look very carefully. It is a sacred burial urn. Oh, aren't we supposed to leave these closed? Ain't worth nothing closed. Uh, I, Captain, this in order? <laughs> Test of loyalty? Sure. I, uh, feel like my loyalty's been tested a lot recently. My patience's been tested a lot recently. Uh, no offense meant, Captain. Swiftly opening the thing. Oh! The smell of seawater and kelp would have been fresh and invigorating if there hadn't been a small collection of organs floating inside of it for the last several decades? <laughs> Lovely soup. Yeah, it's like when they put rattlesnakes in the rum. <laughs> Never seen that before. Rai was going to carefully upend the thing as slowly as he can just to take the tiniest little drop from it. Taking a couple silent steps towards Ryua, Mag is going to grab the bottom end of the urn and fully tip it into his mouth as he drinks. It is salty and sweet and ancient. The murk, the filth, it spills into your mouth and immediately brings with it your stomach contents. Yep. Ryua falls to his knees and just starts retching on the deck. Oh, you're holding a bucket and you puke on my deck. <laughs> <laughs> As you reverse course, you find yourself moving deeper and deeper into the sargasso. The black seaweed seems to cling to you like hands, fingers dragging against the hull. Didn't they say that this was supposed to be a volcanic eruption? This doesn't look like ash to me. No, it don't. <sighs> Sniff the air. It smells like rot, brackish swamps just inland. More death here than we left behind. The cove you entered was lined with these urns, and when you found the artifact, you knew you had something of value. It is a great narwhal tusk, but instead of ivory, it seems to be made entirely out of gold. And the carvings all along the spiral tell a story in an ancient Goliath tongue you don't know how to read. This ain't the kind of death that tracks the sharks. Smells more like bottom feeder food. Should I, uh, should I clear the sides of the, the ship, Captain? Yeah, after you clean up this bilge from your belly. Speaking of bottom feeders. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Captain. You'll find a lot of that in, in Slagport. <laughs> you go to the right place. <laughs> you also find crabs. <laughs> <laughs>
a particularly slim, dainty, and pale Goliath comes from below deck. He has a mask on that seems stained with black fluid. Hello, Captain. What's the word, lad? Well, he seems drinking the water wasn't such a good idea. Coming down with the squirts? More than that. So, of a do mean tell me about feeling a bit sick since we left. Looks like whatever you collected in your barrels isn't usable. Causing all sorts of problems. Blackening the fingers. It looks like gangrene. You didn't have yourself a sip, did you? I chose stronger drink. Oi, oi. We've got a long sail ahead of us and we'll need fresh water. Do we need to reroute? I don't think there's anywhere we could go there, is it? You go, maybe a day, maybe two, depending on how many of the crew you want to keep on hand. First things first. All hands on deck! You hear a grumbling and groaning coming from below decks as numerous Goliaths exit and begin crowding around, murmuring to each other. I need you lot to gather up the barrels from below deck. What captured the drinking water we took from the island and upend them over the side? Oh, God, Mark! Ain't good drinking water. Something about it's tainted. I put it in me still. Is that a bad idea? Everything you do is a bad idea. All right. Now get to dumping, but don't toss me barrels overboard. They're not free. The barrels that they drag from below decks seem to be seeping with a black sludge. The hell kind of mess did that runt get us into? The carpenters pipes up. Well, from all I can do, it seems like, um, what's this? It looks like it's already rotten, but it's only been a few hours. Come on, you know the rules. We shit in the river after we fill the barrels. <laughs> this looks like twisted magic to me, Macon. You give it a look now. I'd like you to go ahead and roll me an arcana check. Or nature, whichever is higher. I'm trained in Arcana, but am I smart? No. <laughs> that is a 13. You don't know exactly what this is. You've definitely never seen or read anything about it, probably because you don't really read a lot. But to your eyes, it does look like whatever's causing this rot has to be magical in nature. Yeah, Captain. I've had the squirts after a few bad potions here and there. I know magical shit when I see it. <laughs> per, uh, permission to speak, Captain? What is it? Uh, maybe it's because we angered the spirits of the island? We've angered a lot of spirits in our day. <laughs> Why would this one matter? I mean, I don't know how many ancient burial site guardians you killed before, but I'm willing to bet that didn't help. Mag, you were the one to first place your hands on the narwhal tusk. I was. Now, as you stand here, you notice a sensation of static electricity inside of it. The kind of thing you might feel holding steel or iron in the middle of the rain. But this isn't iron. This is gold. Or at least you think it is. Hmm. Hey, Captain. Hi. Put a hand on this. Tell me what you think. Not again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ever here then? I hand Baruga the horn. As soon as it touches your hand, you feel a harsh electrical shock. What in the hells? It's buzzing like it's full of bees. <laughs> in your fingers, you can practically feel it vibrating, coursing, pulsing with energy. What do you make of it? Uh, this thing's up to no good. <sighs> but it's got to be worth its weight in gold. 
Can't just toss it overboard like the black water. Maybe we store it below deck. Weigh it down. Maybe we give it back? One more naysay out of you and you'll be demoted to bait. <laughs> Getting to his knees from scrubbing vomit from the deck, Ryua says, But we agreed. It were our responsibility to, to not only them people, but our distant kinfolk. We share in our fates. What kinfolk is you talking about, boy? All your ties is severed, and us is the same. We're... We're still Onaka. We're still... We're still one tribe, right? We're the liar's whale, and that's it. Crew, businessmen, and murderers. But not no wasters and no money. What do you mean? Ryu is going to stand up and puff out his chest. I mean whether or not you slice it, Captain. I'm an investment, and you won't cut me down. Won't I? No. I don't think you would. Think it'd be a waste of your time? Think it'd be a waste of your coin? And we best return that. <laughs> Ain't you hurt, boy? We're low on water and heavy with mouths to feed. Maybe use volunteering to cut ration first. I's volunteering to make right right. You're volunteering to make us poor. Pardon me, Captain. But technically speaking, the nearest coast, well, it is theirs. The payday might not be worth it, but I'd rather have a little bit of coin and all my crew than a lot of coin and have us dead. You reckon they got fresh water there? Oh, what they do? Well, problem solved. Tell you what, lad, as a sign of faith for your courage... I'll let you carry this. And if it goes anywhere, say overboard or back to the people before I give the okay, you're staying with it. You're bound now. Hey, that that was mine. Where I'm from, word of the elder is word of law. <laughs> I'm older than him. <laughs> Ryua will, feeling very proud of himself, take the horn and look extremely conflicted as soon as he does. There's a sense of tension when you first try to grab it, like he's not letting go and testing your strength. One-handed versus two. He lets go. It doesn't shock you. As soon as you strike the ground, you can hear a distant sound of thunder. Ryu's eyes go wide as he realizes he may need that later on in order to try to protect himself. Well, Mr. Macon, looks like we're steering back to the storm, so as we can make Doc and get some fresh drink and return the precious horn to the people what lost it. <laughs> In the meantime, barrels face up to catch the rain, and today we're drinking beer. Yeah, all right, yeah, woo! Not again. <laughs> I don't really like beer. <laughs> I'm in the program. We still have some cider. <laughs> we have his IPAs. <laughs> As you sail away from the black of witch's spit and into the black of the storm, none of you are prepared for what will come next. It's okay. Wusha, breathe. 
just breathe. This happened, is happening, and will happen. You don't need to let the storm take you. It already has. It was not the storm that took your life. He tried to save it. We're about to witness a planar phenomenon, a keyhole between worlds that only marketing can penetrate. Join me as we glimpse into the adverse. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Whew, it's been a long road. Tomorrow we reach Midras. Kerwick, bust out the rations. I'm starving. Hmm, let's see here. We've got uh, two salted sardines, um, a chunk of dried flatbread... Half-eaten squirrel sausage, and oh, hey, what looks like blue cheese. Oh, no, wait. It's just really, really old brie. You call yourself a hero, but this is how you grub down? That's just sad. Should have picked up a few cans of critical grits. Crack the lid and stuff your face with well-balanced meals preserved for long stretches of travel. Rogue's rations on the lamb. Braised lamb with sweet potatoes and grilled onions. Fighter's feast, flank and mince. Mint squash with flank steak and herb gravy. Warlock spread, blood and shadow. Blood sausage, forbidden black rice, and smoky gorgonzola. Or vegan druid's delight, the garlic grove. Rice, red onions, cherry tomatoes, wrapped in grape leaves with garlic sauce and a radish salad. Hard tack? That's a hard pass. Don't disrespect your stomach. Eat your rations in fashion with critical grits. Hail, you cuties! You can't hum while you're holding your nose shut. This month is full of exciting announcements from Slapdash. The future is brimming with big things, and we're looking forward to making them come to life. To follow us for all the updates, be sure to join the Discord and follow us on social media. You can get all the relevant links at theluq.com, including links to our Patreon. This show is made possible by Patreon and all the wonderful supporters we've gathered along the way. Our current legendary mid-roll teams are the Titans Rise, the Twilight Concord, the Ceaseless Horde, and this week's featured team, the Forgotten Legacy, with Chance and username Already Taco. To get a personal message read on the show or for possible advertising opportunities, reach out to admin at slapdashstudios.com. Be sure to follow our YouTube channel to see all the live streams Monday night with new episodes of the LUQ hosted by Dana, me and Zach's ongoing Pokemon Nuzlocke midweek of Sword and Shield, and I'll be playing a hardcore Nuzlocke of Radical Red version 3.1 in the coming weeks around noon PST. We hope you enjoy all the content to come. If you do, leave a review, follow and share whatever links to episodes, videos, and posts you can, and if you do, you have my thanks. But that's enough out of me, let's get you back to the battle axis. It's such a lovely evening out. Oh, 
You can see so many stars. It's almost as lovely as you. <laughs> wow. Look at that full moon. Full moon? Full moon? I thought the full moon wasn't for a few more days. Well, there it is. It's so lovely. Get away. Get away. Run while you can. I'm... I'm changing. No. No, not like this. No. My favorite sweater. Are you a lycanthrope? We all know transforming unexpectedly is a pain in the butt. Waking up somewhere strange, having a belly full of innocent victims. But we all know the worst part, ruining your favorite clothes. Well, now there's a 24-hour tailoring service just for your needs. Did you blow out the crotch on your pants like a birthday candle? Did you split your team jersey down the middle? Did your silk boxers explode like a velvety flesh balloon? Just give us a call and our mending specialist will be there in a jiffy to resurrect your poor sundered attire. It's wear and tear. Lycanthrope Clothing Emergency Repairs. Call today! When you get real big and all covered in hair, call the experts at wear and tear. The first torrent of rain begins to patter on the deck of the Liar's Whale. I would like everyone to roll me initiative for a skill challenge to keep your ship afloat and your crew intact. 16 for Captain Baruga the Jaw. Baruga? 16. 7. <laughs> Macon is 7. 21 for Sweet Baby Raiwa. Ooh. 21. 17 for Mag. Nice. Bunch of show-offs. <laughs> this first round is preparatory. You each get an action to try and secure in some other way prevent disaster. After this, every fail will cost you one crew member. You have ten crew members. We begin with Rayua. Having just pried lids off barrels and wanting to make sure they don't spill in the ocean and we lose precious, precious water... Raiwa is going to take some extra lengths of rope and lash the barrels to the masts. Nice. Uh, I was thinking about doing survival for that. I like it. Fuck yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Got a big old eight. Ooh. Mm, not good. Level three characters. <laughs> <laughs> that is one failure. You are confident you have tied the correct knot in the correct way. To guarantee these barrels are secure. It makes it even harder when I refuse to let go of the narwhal horn. <laughs> <laughs> Each of these successes will grant you an inspiration. Each of these failures will grant me a disadvantage. Sick. Mm. Next up, we have Mag. I would like to use my woodworker tool proficiency to nail down any loose things that I really don't want flying in this storm. I love it. Uh, I'd like to make that an intelligence roll, if that's okay. Please do. 18. Beautiful. That is a fantastic success. While you watch Ryua fail to perform even the simplest task, <laughs> uh, you go about doing what you actually should be doing, which is securing anything made of wood to anything else made of wood. <laughs> that's going to bring us to Baruga. All right. Baruga is going to take the role of Big Loud Captain. 
<laughs> and shout orders for his crew to perform out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you sea worms, keep your legs below you. If you scared of the storm, you ain't seen my wrath. Mm. Use an intimidate. Please. A 20 total. Oh. Hell yeah. Scary boy. The crew immediately snaps too. All grumbling and naysaying about driving into the storm is immediately gone as all of them just fall into their roles. Shanties popping up here and there to keep everybody on rhythm. You're confident they have what it takes to get through this. Ryua is going to mumble to himself. Sea worm's the nicest thing Captain Lever called me. <laughs> Makon. Makon is going to have to switch pipes to the storm pipe. It's going to have her little roof, you know, <laughs> little alcoves to protect it from the wind. Take a big... <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna, I got a hooded pipe is killing me. It's a corncob bong. <laughs> I, I just slap another attachment onto it. It just looks like a little farmer's well with a pipe attached or, or to it. Or a cocktail umbrella. <laughs> a a gazebong. <laughs> I, really, I really hope Hurley's listening to this. Because I need to see this pipe. <laughs> All right. So wielding the gazebong... Um, Mikon is going to take a big inhale and then let loose a serpent of noxious vapor to watch it go out into the storm to read the wind and the currents of the seas to maybe ride these waves instead of being overturned by it. Excellent. Give me the roll. Natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) Rolling a 420. You made up for Wuxia's failure. Nice. I love that Ryua is the only person who has failed so far. (laughs) The dice are really just leaning into the story. You watch the wind currents buffet your noxious dragon. And it tells you a couple of things. One, the wind force is moving in an erratic pattern, borderlining on something akin to a cyclone. You imagine this could get significantly worse before it gets better. As such, your mast is at risk of breakage. You're going to have to lower sails and make absolutely sure that your wind resistance is as sheer as possible. Captain, these sails have got to go down. You heard him. Take her top off, boys. (laughs) You are now ready for the actual challenge. As your ship collides with the first waves, the men are not quite ready for them. On top of that, you hear report from below deck that the wood rot that was affecting the barrels, is now affecting the hull. Further, lightning is seen immediately nearby, and you know that your man in the crow's nest likes to keep his weapons and armor up top. You also notice, finally, that the side of your ship is still caked with sargasso that seems almost to be moving. Take your turn. Beginning with Ryua. Ryua having already been in the rigging to deal with the sails, is going to continue climbing to get to the crow's nest to throw the metal stuff overboard. Excellent. I'm going to do athletics. Not great. I got an 11. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Would you, would you like to use one of the available inspirations? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> and I have to keep the second roll? I'd say so. Ten. Ah, ah, beautiful. (laughs) Needless to say, you fail. Uh Uh-huh. Climbing is, climbing used to be your strong suit living predominantly inland, and so you're used to the idea of elevating your body. 
you're not used to elevating your body across things like slippery handholds. So as you start to go up and the weather gets heavier and the rain starts battering you and the winds are moving hither and yon, you find yourself suddenly on the ground again with a loud crack. <laughs> you're not sure if that was your head or your rib, but it was one of them or both of them. That brings us to Mag. Damn it, Bolish, if your brain was an egg, we couldn't batter a single prawn. <laughs> <laughs> Ryua responds with... <sighs> Stepping over Ryua, Mag is going to head below deck to use investigation to look at the damage from this dark water mm -hmm. and kind of assess if it can be cut away or stopped in, in some other... How, how big is this problem? Sure. 21. Excellent. You take a look. First, you do notice the rot that they're talking about. It genuinely looks like the spaces between the boards have already started to see, like, decades of age and wet rot. But of particular note are thick strands of sea flora reaching their way through the cracks. The water that's pouring in is black. Hole is compromised, Captain. Start fixing, and men, prep for bilge. Several men immediately go below decks and help you in whatever process they can to try and keep the hull from leaking. That brings us to Baruga. As one of the crewmen runs by me, it's one of the oldest members of the ship, one of the Goliaths who's lived a long and wisdom-gathering life. I snatch him by the collar with my one good hand. I lift him up over my head, and I say, Great hungry sea! Take this offerant and cease your appetite! And take ease upon my brave men. And I'm going to use a strength religion check to hurl him overboard <laughs> and offer him up to the sea gods. Oh, my Jesus. Awesome. Strength religion is amazing. Do it. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, that's a 19. No, 17. Sorry. Beautiful. Roll again. I'm going to use my one disadvantage. <laughs> oh. Zach hates my cool <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's higher. Oh, God, no, I love the idea. I just like the idea of Baruga failing. <laughs> well, my whole flavor with Baruga was going to be treating the sea as an exchange of hunger. Like, sure. he eats sharks. He eats tritons. Anything that would bite him, he bites back. So this, as soon as this popped in my head, I was like, oh. I love it. What are you doing, Captain? No, not me. Relieved of duty. He hits the water, and as he does, ahead, you see a brief abatement of the storm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've suddenly fallen in love with Baruga as a character. <laughs> Makon. Inspired by my captain, his sacrifice. Not at all scared. <laughs> Not at all scared, because I know I'm, I'm much more valuable to the crew than old man Jenkins out there. <laughs> I'm going to use my navigator's tools. Okay and head towards the abatement in the storm that you just mentioned. Okay, sounds good to me. So keeping the wheel steady and hoping this rudder don't snap. I love it. That's a six. Mm. I'm a, I got inspiration to use, you right? You do, you have one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't just do my Captain Dirty like that. Okay, 14. That's a success. Yeah. Hell yes. Nice. You guide your ship between the choppy waves, moving as quickly as you can towards what could be an abatement or could be the eye of the storm. That brings us back to Rayua. However, at the beginning of the round, those of you still on deck catch a glimpse of something beneath the water, something far more troubling than sargassum. Large tentacles seem to be undulating just below the surface. 
The storm, however, seems to be aiding you in your escape. The winds are at your back, and while there are crosswinds risking the well-being of your mast, you are making exceptionally good time. Raiwa. Raiwa, being on the deck and seeing the thing below the water is going to have his lifelong training snap into mind as a monstrosity hunter. Hey. Raiwa is going to search wherever he needs, above and below deck, to find anything that can be used as chum and try to throw it over the water to distract the beast with an animal handling check. Interesting. Okay, go ahead and give me that roll. Hell yeah. My Monte Cristo! (laughs) Raiwa continues his pattern so far and gets an 11. Oh, God. You do, in fact, find a barrel full entirely of smelt, which you throw over the edge in the hopes of, I guess, driving it off. But not occurring to you at all was the fact that by feeding it, it might get hungrier. And so whatever thing lies below the water now has a grip on the hull. You just gave it an amuse-bouche. <laughs> <laughs> oh Captain, I suggest we just plug the hole with his useless ass. Shame it has a hole in it. that brings us to mag running back topside mag is going to use a sleight of hand check to fix wuxia's knots (laughs) give it to me pre-sha that is a 12 how many inspirations do we have you have two i would like to use one okay dirty 20 excellent damn That meets the objective. Not only do you manage to successfully secure the life-saving and precious barrels to the deck of the ship, you also prevent the barrels from flying out of control and killing your men. Seems good. Seems good. I like that. Yeah, Captain kills the men, not the barrels. I'm the only one that smashes people. (laughs) But not before it happened already. One barrel flies clear of your control and takes out one of the men, knocking him clear off. And from deep below, you hear a hungry growl. Eyes up, men. No one else dies from flying cargo today. You die from the sea, the storm, or the captain, but not cargo. (laughs) I love it. That makes it Baruga's turn. There are many things that cause Baruga pain besides the failure of his crew. Literal pain. Age, battle scars, And during a storm, his knees hurt like crazy. (laughs) His body is racked with pain, which is fueling his rage. But in order to overcome that and lead his men effectively, he is going to grab a couple of vials off his belt, one of which is full of laudanum and the other is full of sulfur tabs to put a pep in his step and to numb his ache. So he's going to do a medicine check to, (laughs) shall we say, nos himself? (laughs) Put put some pep in his step. Mm. Is there a stat I should use for this or just classic classic? Medicine? I would say medicine dexterity to get there safely, get the shit, get it in your body without, well, while simultaneously not having the use of your hands and only one functional one. One, one good hand, yeah. Yep. I've drugged up in a storm before, though. <laughs> All right. I like that. Uh, 22. God Ooh. damn. Who needs advantage? All of you people in your roles. I love it. Uh, you do manage to doctor yourself up a bit despite the fact that the ship's surgeon is practically crawling on the slick ground trying to get to you to help. He's next. <laughs> that He's make- next. <laughs> and that makes it make on. Uh, are you still above deck, right? Oh, I'm, I'm in the dead center. 
That's shouting and grabbing people as needed. Okay. I'm going to try and make the captain and myself feel even better. I want to use a spell. I would like to twin it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to enlarge both of us. <laughs> Big okay. Big boys. Big so, Baruga. Yeah. <laughs> he was already like several heads above everybody else. Now he's just an imposing force. Nobody's going to. I'm the mask. Exactly. He's, yeah, he's going to hold the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the rudder. Uh, go ahead and give me an arcana check. I'm going to make that constitution. Ooh, I like it. Thank you. And there we go. That is a 21. Beautiful. Fuck for my lorge boy check. You can feel your flesh growing, your bones creaking, and every sinew being pulled tight as the two of you grow far beyond your normal limit. The crew stares in awe before they realize, oh, right, sorcerer, got it, and immediately go back to work. Hey, Captain, take a puff of this. The drugs <laughs> are kicking in, boys. <laughs> One-handed, snorting, drinking, smoking. <laughs> in each of the gaps of his fingers, he's got a drug. That's who we follow into a storm. Uh, Nothing's can stop us now. Jesus. As the two of you grow large, you are immediately brought low. Fuck. As a powerful lightning strike shatters your central mast. That's me. <laughs> that was your failure from earlier. I had a feeling. It was good. <laughs> Don't worry. They're going to keep coming. I'm rolling out the hits. Bodies are sent flying. Two of them fall off the edge, only to be caught midair by a giant black tentacle. Suddenly, from the deep, rises a kraken. Please, Wuxia, please don't resist. I can't let you change what was. I can only guide you through what is. Your mind tried to change the past ones, painting over the truth layer by layer until all that remained was impressions. Furtive ripples on the canvas below. The battle begins as it has so many times before, but you don't need to fear the beast beneath the storm. It bears the burden of drowning multitudes, shepherding the dead to restless burial amid the depths. But that is not your fate. At least, it wasn't then. Oh, oh no. Kraken. Kraken. We're, oh, we're getting evered. The... <laughs> The butt cracking. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. I'm going for the cliches. Yeah. Listen, listen. That's what flashbacks gonna, are for. Yeah. If you're going to tell cracking? a story at sea. God fucking damn it. <laughs> did you did you interrupt an actually thought out line with what's cracking? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Trust me, nothing was thought out there. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> Not a single thing was lost. 
Let me just let me just throw the low hanging fruit right in Max's face. <laughs> you know what? After the times I've done that, I deserve it. Fair, fair, fair. And this is the fucking pile on Max episode. So fucking True. whatever. Man, that went way harsher than I expected it to. It was so beautiful. Ugh. I was Look, not expecting that level of hostility. If Max <laughs> wants respect at this table, Max needs to make a fucking roll. I've got to earn it, and I have not. I am so pleased that you failed. Everything put in front of you. That's, it's building character. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it fucking is. Let's go ahead and go around the table, starting with Angelo. Mm. I'm. I kind of like our intro, our Davy Jones's locker talk. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That was some very mid hanging fruit. Beautifully done. I know. I know. Thank you. But God, we're such rude boys. Yes. Uh, Max. I love all of your pirates. I love all of them. They're all great. This is this is a hundred percent the energy I was fucking looking forward to, and uh, all of you nailed it as hard as humanly or goliathly possible in this case. God, it's fun to be dicks. Just uh, yeah. wait, wait till you meet my little friend. <laughs> Aforementioned thing that my favorite part of the episode was Max's dice, just not <laughs> giving him a fucking break because you're you're just a character the same as everyone else. That's true. So I don't know why you suck so much. <laughs> I wish I could fucking tell you. I mean, it's hard not to say all the characters just because yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, we can call this one a gimme. <laughs> just like... That's fair. It's just funny and it's like brutal and we're just mean fuckers. And I did really like the pipe jokes. Like <laughs> pipe, pipe magic is is great. Literally, there is no moment in the history of this game that I loved as much as you using a strength religion check to throw a man overboard to abate the storm. It was genius. I left it for you. <laughs> so Thanks. Thank you. And like even overcoming the disadvantage, being like, fuck you, the sea does yeah. what I want is. And he, I'm a level three character too. He just seems powerful because I make him really bold. <laughs> This is beautiful. Bree does not have a map for this because we are using the seize and desist. Mm. The the beautiful, beautiful galleon, I guess, a miniature that was lended to us by our friend Dave Blodnoff, who is also a lawyer, hence the name. Yes. <laughs> it's a, anytime we've done a desist. sea adventure, it's been a trusty, true friend for us. Oh, yeah. So good. Uh, yeah, this has been here since literally the second chap, first chapter of the first season of LUQ. It's gorgeous. So, fuck. Yeah, it's a uh, it's ancient for us. It's a old old standby. I've really enjoyed this chapter. I've really enjoyed how crisp and clean everything has been. I'm really looking forward to its conclusion. And until we get to that conclusion, we wish you luck. Mm-hmm.